Brad and Glenda Pius. Thank you so much for sewing into Morning Drive Bible. Without your commitment and support, this initiative couldn't come to fruition. Good morning from Jerusalem. My name is David Necrutman. And my name is Scott Kahn. And welcome to Morning Drive Bible. Here on this Wednesday before Thanksgiving, David. Indeed, I know that your wife is preparing for Thanksgiving dinner. Well, sort of, David. She's preparing for Thanksgiving dinner, but on Shabbat. In other words, we violate the ancient tradition of having turkey on Thursday. Here, living in Israel, we save our Thanksgiving meal and have it on Shabbat. Because as you know, David, we're both Israeli and American. And even though as Americans we want to have our Thanksgiving turkey, as Israelis... Thursday is a regular work day, and we can't just take off and have a nice big meal. So we have in the Khan family a Thanksgiving turkey and all the trimmings, but we do it two days later on Shabbat. Aha, but you're going to the shopping center to buy all the products needed for the Thanksgiving dinner, correct, Scott? That's true, yes. Yes, I accept that. Okay. And you should do that on Thursday because that would be in the spirit of Thanksgiving and very Puritan of your past, ah, Scott, because nice you are from New England. That's true, I am. The truth is, the turkey's already ordered because you can't just walk into a store here in Israel and get a turkey. The way it works locally in the city where I live is you have to tell the people behind the counter to get a turkey, and they'll order a turkey for you, and we will have a turkey. Many people don't know that you can't go into the supermarket and buy a whole turkey. You have to pre-order it. It's a rare bird in Israel. It can be done, but it's not as simple as it is in the United States. But David, you know what? I don't really want to talk about Thanksgiving today. We're going to save that for tomorrow, actually on Thanksgiving. Today, I want to talk about the crazy upheavals that are going on in the entire world. I'm sure you've noticed that as well. Well, we don't have a government yet here in Israel, Scott, and we've gone through a second election. Not only do we not have a government it could be that the prime minister is about to be indicted, as the attorney general here announced a few days ago. And David, even if you look beyond Israel, there's also the impeachment hearings in the United States. If President Trump is indeed impeached, he'll only be the third president in history to be impeached. Plus, there's stuff going on with Trudeau in Canada, the whole problems of Brexit in Great Britain. It seems that the entire Anglo world is in tremendous upheaval. And I wanted to share with you and with our listeners something which my rabbi said in the synagogue this past Shabbat in looking at the chaos that seems to be enveloping the world. I feel some type of prophecy coming from the great Scott Kahn. Well, I'm not quite sure it's a prophecy, especially because I'm quoting somebody else. But he cited an ancient teaching based on Genesis chapter 38. Let me set the scene up for you, David. Okay, please do. The brothers of Joseph have just sold him into slavery. Joseph was then taken down to Egypt and now is a slave to Potiphar somewhere in the capital of Egypt. Bad news for Joseph. Meanwhile, Jacob, thinking that Joseph has been killed, he doesn't realize he was sold, is mourning his son. And at least according to tradition, the brothers are furious in particular with Judah because as the king, the future king of the brothers, the strongest of them, they realize what happened they say, why didn't you stop us? How come you allow this to happen? Essentially, the family seems to be falling apart. Now, at that point, the Bible tells us, Genesis chapter 38, verse 1, that at that moment, the Hebrew words are by etahi, Judah went down from his brothers, and Judah then got married. He had children. Two of his children died. This story continues throughout chapter 38, culminating in the birth of twins to Judah, named Peretz and Zarach. So what does this have to do with anything, David? Yeah. 
I want to cite a midrash, a teaching, which says, at that moment, what does it mean, at that moment? It says that the brothers were busy selling Joseph. Jacob was busy mourning Joseph. Reuben was busy mourning the misdeed he had done with Jacob's wife, which is a different story we don't have to get into now. Judah was trying to find a wife. Joseph was down in Egypt mourning his fate. Everyone's doing his own self-interested activities. It seems to be like a family in absolute crisis, kind of falling or has already fallen apart. Because they tried to kill their family member. That's the reason. Yeah. And it's bad news. This family is in a state of crisis. But what was God doing? Everyone was doing his own activity. But what was God doing? It says that God was busy creating the light of the Messiah. Because... That child that Judah and Tamar had, Peretz, which comes out of this situation in Genesis chapter 38, is the ancestor of David, who is the ancestor of the Messiah. So while everybody else is doing all sorts of activities, chaos is enveloping the Jewish world at that time, God was using that chaos actually to create the future redemption. Let me understand you right now, because you're saying from the two words, but etahi, in that time, you're saying in that time is referring to God, has nothing to do with specifically Judah. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. He's saying at that moment, everybody had his own self-interest. But what they felt was their own self-interest was actually being orchestrated by God himself in order to bring the Messiah in the future. Ah, thank that you. That all led to the birth of the ancestor of the Messiah. Thank you very much for that clarification. So what my rabbi said in the synagogue on Shabbat was, we're now in a state also of utter chaos. The whole world seems to be going crazy. Every country is doing its own self-interest, as is normal. Let's just hope and pray that at this time also, all of this chaos and craziness is actually being orchestrated by God as a means to bring the ultimate redemption. That while it might just seem like Israel can't put together a government and everybody is kind of trying to figure everything out, there's actually a much bigger plan going on. And while we certainly believe that's true, let's hope that this plan is coming close to its fruition, to its end point, which will lead to the ultimate redemption. What we plan is not necessarily in God's divine plan. We do our own little thing, and God uses those plans for his redemptive purposes. Exactly. Wow, Scott, that's pretty good. Good revelation that you're sharing today. I'm David Nekrutman. I'm Scott Kahn. And greetings and blessings from Jerusalem.